Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Quantitative Health Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Paul Kilgore in the Quantitative Health Studios and wanted to touch base with you very briefly today with a short podcast on one very specific topic. So as you know, we have a COVID-19 pandemic going on right now, and there's a lot of information flowing around from a lot of different sources. And one of the things I want to do with our podcast is bring you best information I can on topics that are relevant for COVID-19. We're going to do a series of short podcasts this week, especially focusing on problems with COVID-19 and what people are doing to prevent it or trying to treat it. So COVID-19, as you know, is caused by a novel coronavirus that arose out of China in December 2019. The pandemic has spread now. It's worldwide. There's several thousand cases in the United States. It is definitely spreading still. And what we're doing right now is instituting mitigation strategies to try and stop or slow down the progression of the epidemic. There are several activities, of course, that you can do. So things like hand hygiene, hand washing, before and after eating, before and after meeting other individuals. And of course, one of the things we want to do is actually not shake hands and reduce our contact if we can. There is a concept of social distancing that we're trying to make sure people are aware of. So the distance of six to 10 feet is ideal between individuals to help reduce the spread of the virus between individuals. And of course, when we talk about hand hygiene, we're talking about before and after bathroom use, before and after events, if you have to go to an event, and of course, before and after eating food of any type. Now, one of the things I want to do is make sure that you know that when we talk about preventing and treating coronavirus, right now, there is no vaccine for the disease and there's no drug treatment for the virus as well. They're working on this really hard right now. I think we're going to probably hear some things in the next several weeks, but don't expect anything in the next week, for example. The other thing to know is that the laboratory test is now becoming more widely available. So if you do have signs or symptoms or you feel like you might have been exposed, make sure you call up your doctor or your clinic Let them know what you're feeling and let them know your experience. Write it down beforehand so you can easily talk with them. And then make sure that they understand your situation and then they can give you recommendations on what to do next. That's very important. But today the topic I wanted to focus in on is the issue of something called colloidal silver. So colloidal is C-O-L-L-O-I-D-A-L, silver. You may have heard this topic uh, before and read a couple stories, but I wanted to make sure that you know, uh, number one, I'm just going to state it very, very clearly. There is no indication, there is no reason to be taking colloidal silver for the prevention or treatment of coronavirus-related disease. No way, in no way, shape, or form is colloidal silver indicated. There is zero evidence regarding any efficacy or effectiveness in treating the disease or preventing the disease. There's no evidence that it has any activity whatsoever against viruses in general or coronavirus in particular. The other thing I wanted to mention to you is that you will see numerous colloidal products, colloidal silver products offered on a lot of internet-based websites, a lot of people selling these products. There is absolutely no reason why you should waste your money with these. Do not buy them. I have a very strong recommendation with that. Absolutely no value whatsoever. In fact, there is actually significant information that tells us that it could be dangerous. And let me explain. 
when you take in colloidal silver, it is in a very small concentration in terms of parts per million. There's one product that I found where the amount in the preparation is 500 parts per million. Now, for sure, that sounds like a very, very small amount. But when you take this product or you take products that contain silver over a prolonged period of time, the silver does get absorbed. And let me tell you some of the organs and some of the places that the silver is going to. So it goes into organs like your gut because you may be consuming it as a liquid. It can actually be absorbed and go into your bloodstream and then travel to other parts of your body. There's two places in particular that I wanted to point out that silver may go that can be particularly detrimental and dangerous. Number one, your brain. So there are some products that contain colloidal silver in a nasal spray. My recommendation is to never, ever use these products because the silver can potentially be absorbed through the nasal membranes, through your nose, and then go to your brain. Some of the studies that I've read, and these are published on PubMed, so it's no secret these are completely public research studies in PubMed, they report that actually silver can be absorbed into the brain and change the way that neurotransmitters are performing in your brain. The other evidence on brain cells shows that it may be actually toxic to the brain cells themselves, meaning that they could kill the brain cells. So taking silver as a preventive for coronavirus could potentially be dangerous to your brain. I highly, highly recommend not to use that product. The other place where it seems to be absorbed and go to and target is in the testes, the testicles. So men, beware. If you're thinking about using colloidal silver or a silver-based product that has nanoparticles of any type or an, an intranasal spray, do not use it. There's no evidence that these products work. There's no evidence that it could be effective. In fact, it looks like it could be quite dangerous. I highly, highly recommend not to use these. And there's one particular group that I would really recommend not to use, and that is pregnant women. It does look like when the silver is administered in a, in, this is in vitro and in vivo models, meaning that it's in an animal model and in the laboratory, what they can demonstrate is actually the silver does get absorbed. And not only does it get absorbed into different tissues, it's, it can cause apoptosis, meaning early cell death, and cell necrosis. So it can actually cause cells to die. That's not a good thing. We need our cells, especially in our brain, especially in your testes, and especially in the placenta for a baby. Okay, be very, very sure that you avoid these products. There's lots of other things you can do to preserve your safety and stay safe during the COVID pandemic and epidemic, but colloidal silver is definitely not one of them. If you have any questions, send me an email at quant at quantitative-health.com or feel free to give me a call anytime at 1-888-406-0888. This is Dr. Kilgore for the Quantitative Health Podcast. Thank you so much.